So hello, everyone. Welcome to the Building a Better Tomorrow Today podcast. I'm your host, Amelia, and we have our special guest, Rosalind Adams. We want to just, first of all, let you all know this podcast is where we explore how individuals and organizations are making a positive impact in the world and shaping the future that we want to live in. We have our special guest, Rosalind, who is the embodiment of just that. She is a change maker. She is doing so many positive things within the children's book realm. And we wanted to just highlight her today. So we're going to dive in today's episode. And we are excited because today's episode topic is going to be titled, Why Diversity Matters in Children's Books. So I want to first off start out today. Hi, Rosalind. Let us know how hey, you're doing. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> uh, it's going good. I'm having a good day. How about you? Wonderful. That is so good to hear. And I am having a blessed one. And I am just so grateful for this topic. Today's episode, I feel like, is such an important episode and also an episode that will benefit a lot of educators, teachers, caregivers, parents, even friends who have you know, young children who have different kids. And I would just say with this episode, Why Diversity Matters in Children's Books, wanted to start out and ask you a couple of questions. So we're going to dive right into it. Wanted to know if you can let our listeners know what inspired you to become a children's book author and how did you get started? That's a great question. So, um, Honestly, I think writing isn't much of a shocker. I've I've always enjoyed to write. Um, if you ask any of my friends, I've always been a good storyteller. Um, but for to specifically, you know, hone in on children's book, um, I've always kind of been an imaginative person. So I love, um, I, I love kids. I love to you know, use my imagination just this, you know, similar to how they use their imagination to play and stuff like that. And I wanted to zone in and, and use my imagination to create books, uh, children's books that. for children and, and get them to, a lot of my books are, you know, surrounded by God. So I wanted to use my imagination uh, to bring God more to light for children. Wow. Yeah. Now we need a round of applause for that. <laughs> just, you know, just the fact that you're living in your purpose and then highlighting that within children's books. So thank you for sharing that. And I just think that is so amazing because with this episode, what we're diving into, we do want to explore the importance and also the benefits of having that representation within children's books. So I right. think that is so important. I love how you're bringing God into it as well at this early age for children to be exposed to the power of imagination. And like you said, there's never a limit to where you cannot continue imagining and exploring. So that is so important, which brings me to my next question. So if you can tell our listeners a little bit about your books and what themes or messages do you hope that children take away from your current children's books? Yeah, um, I love that question, Amelia, seriously, because um, oftentimes, you know, it's just like, all right, you know, tell me about your book, but never the purpose or, or what you hope as a writer, people are, you know, your audience receives from your book. So thanks right. for asking me that. Um, 
I have three published books. So they are um, No One Greater, Brown Boy, What Do You See, and uh, Life. Yes, Queen. The the message that I that I want you know the children to to get from reading my books is that with God anything is possible. Wow. Um, So in all of my books, it, it it basically breaks down to that exact sentence. Maybe not, you know, it's not said like that, but right. um, every book is around the idea that with God, everything is, or anything, everything and anything wow. is possible. Um, so that's the message that I really hope that is getting across through my literature um, and that the kids are, are reading. Um, not just so that, you know, because Obviously, most of my books, some parents are reading to their children. Right. Some kids are reading with themselves. So um, whoever is doing the reading, I hope that they are inspired and they, whether it's the parent, that even if the parent is reading it to their children, that both the parent and the child walk away from the book and they say, Ooh, with come God, on. Parent and the child. Parent and the child. That's I why I wanted that. to emphasize, like, hey, you know. Whether it's the kid doing the reading on their own or the parent doing the reading, I want whoever is on the other end of the book is receiving that message. <laughs> yeah, through. I had to snap <laughs> on that. That is powerful <laughs> because the message that is received, I believe, can last a lifetime in yes. a child's life, even a parent's life. You know, reading that yeah. because with your books in particular, I just want to say, you highlight the importance and the joy. And that's what I love about reading yeah. your books. And I am so Thank grateful <laughs> that you were able to take the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us about that. Because yeah. even the messages, like even with light, loving yourself takes every day. I love the importance of having these affirmations, like you're saying, yeah. starting early for a parent and the child. Because right. reading these books... It's so important that children do feel seen because I just feel like growing up, just a personal story for myself, I didn't always have the representation in the children's books. So I would come home and kind of feel a little bit insecure, like, I want to look like this person who looked totally the opposite than me, you know, which brings me to my next question I wanted to ask is, how do you approach diversity and representation in your books? And why do you think this is important for children's literature? Yeah, um, just like what you said, you know, you you didn't have very many books that you, at, at a younger age, maybe, you know, when you got into your teens, college area, but as a child, the representation is so limited, you know? Ooh, and so, so what I wanted to do, you know, to your point is to, have a book, multiple books, <laughs> where um, it looks like you. Yes. You know, it looks like, you know, if it doesn't look like you, it looks like your brother. It looks like your cousin. You know, it looks like people in your community. So that way you are able to relate. You know, um, as a kid reading, you know, some of the literature that we grew up on, it was either a, um, a little girl or a little boy who did not look like me and did not look like anybody who I knew 
uh, you know, who I knew. Exactly. You know I mean? It didn't look like my brother. It didn't look like my cousins. It didn't look like my aunties or anyone. Um, or they were animals, you know? Tell um, the truth, right. That is so right? deep. Um, where in in all of my books, um, there's, there's representation. Yes. There's diversity. And even... Um, Though a lot of my books are are mainly um, books in the community, books for the community, um, everybody is represented. So in in um, no one greater, you know, there's afros, there's dreadlocks, there's you know that. different different textures hair and and light. You know, she she speaks about how she may have her afro, but on Easter Sunday she'll press it out. And Let's you know, go. have a, a press the curl. I love you know? that. <laughs> so, um, so it's it's just about saying, you know, for the little brown girl who has an afro, I see you. For the brown girl who has, you know, her hair straightened out, I see you too. For the brown boy, you know, everyone wow. um, in our community, we see you. And I think it's so important for us to create literature for um you know, our diversity, our different diversities and, and, you know, have them be seen, heard, and to have stories that relate to topics that they, they're around, you know, things wow. that they, they experience in their communities, you know, not everyone lives a, a you know, similar life, but if I can create literature that connects with this type of, uh, you know, cultural background or this sort of lifestyle, then I think those people gravitate and, and be seen and be felt. Wow, that so that's, was that's beautifully goal. said. <laughs> and I truly do believe that goes into my next question, which is, you know, the importance of characters that you talked about and the purpose behind your books. And I do think it just ties beautifully into the whole meaning of how what you're doing, the message behind is, showing the real, the truth. This is our real world, you know? So when our children come home and they see that, I just feel like hearing the responses from when I read your books to my little nieces and my little nephews, they felt so happy and seen. And I think that is just (laughs) so important. Absolutely. And I just wanted to ask you, so how can our listeners find you online and purchase your books? Uh, so, with your help, <laughs> uh, my books are there. Uh, Light is available anywhere. Uh, you can purchase books, Target, Walmart, um, Barnes & Noble, Amazon is where all of my books are, are located as well. Wonderful. <laughs> I really appreciate that. And I know our listeners are in for a special treat because you have really poured into your passion I see your purpose being personified. I see the Lord, his blessing on you and the anointing and the fact that these books just bring so much joy to, like you said, all of the children's lives. All of these children are represented. And if I miss anything, did you want to share anything lastly with our listeners? Um, No, I I just want to you know, say that I'm so proud of you and and what you're doing. I'm I'm excited to be, you know, one of the many, many authors I know you're going to have here on the podcast. And I'm excited to see what God has in store for this. And I know this is something you've been working on. Um, So I'm excited to see 
you know, the growth in it. And, and I wish, you know, nothing but success. Well, we are truly grateful. I just want to say thank you again for just bringing so much value to Building a Better Tomorrow Today podcast. That's what Amen. we're all about. Highlighting people such as yourself who dedicate and commit to doing the work and that yeah. purpose that's on your life. It's beautiful to see. And I'm proud of you, Queen. So thank keep you. on blazing that trail. Thank you for letting our listeners know how we can purchase your books. And we will definitely continue supporting you. And just want to wish you a wonderful rest of your day, Queen. Thank you. Thank you. And happy Easter. Yes. Same to you. Happy (laughs) Easter. Enjoy.